guys, welcome to the Chris Nate Show and I'm your host Chris and if you're new here today, thanks for tuning in and if you've been here before, well, welcome back and today we're going to be talking about climate change so yeah, pretty interesting topic I guess and yeah, without further ado, let's just dive right into it alright, so before diving further into this topic let's just look at a rough overview of what climate change is so climate change includes both the global warming driven by human emissions of greenhouse gases and the resulting large-scale shifts in weather patterns, though there, there have been previous periods of climatic change since the mid-20th century, the rate of human impact on Earth's climate system and the global scale of, the, of that impact have been unprecedented. And that human activity has caused climate change is not disputed by any scientific body of national or international standing. The largest driver has been the emission of greenhouse gases, Over 90% of these emissions are carbon dioxide and methane, with fossil fuel burning being the main source and secondary contributions from agriculture and deforestation. And temperature rise is accelerated or tempered by climate feedback such as loss of sunlight reflecting snow and ice cover, increased water vapor, a greenhouse gas itself, and changes to land and ocean carbon sinks. So this is just a rough overview of what climate change is. So let's look into why climate change is so important. And number one is because snow leopards, turtles, and polar polar bears are awesome. And you know, climate change will mean big changes for animals around the world. So if we care about incredible species, we must care about how climate change will make it harder for them to find food and decrease their habitats from forests to sea ice to the UK's river and chalk streams. So, you know, when we, when climate, climate change affects animals big time, you know, because, you know, when climate change basically changes everything and it changes the temperature, it rises the temperature, the surrounding temperature. So, ISIS in, you know, the North Pole, the North Pole is pretty much melting slowly. So, polar bears have nowhere to go. And yeah, they, if we don't do something about it, you know, polar bears are soon to be extinct. And at number two is because coral reefs are amazing. You know, finding Nemo or Dory may become harder as their beautiful homes crumble under the stress of climate change. Warmer air and ocean temperatures cause coral breaching, bleaching, where corals lose their color and may die. Ocean acidification from increased CO2 in the atmosphere compounds the problem. Today, the ocean is 26% more acidic than it was in 1990, and the Great Barrier Reef has just experienced unprecedented back-to-back bleaching events in 2016 and 2017. Climate changes is very bad news for anyone hoping to see the Great Barrier Reef one day. So, yeah, you know, climate change is affecting the coral reefs. So if you one day want to go see the, you know, Great Barrier Reef, go see the coral reefs, you know, you know, maybe you should think about climate change as well, could, because it could affect how it is in the future. And then number three, because rainforests are incredible, unique, irreplaceable, and often described as the world's lungs. Rainforests are some of the most precious habitats on the planet. They really are amazing. You know, the Amazon, for example, is home to an astonishing 1 in 10 of all known species on Earth. Yet over a third of the Amazon rainforest is already threatened by climate change. It's it's a double-edged sword too. You know, worldwide, forest destruction, mainly for agriculture, is a major cause of climate change, generating an incredible, incredible amount of greenhouse gases. And yeah, at number four, now we can look at 
why another reason why you know climate change is so important is because we all deserve to breathe clean air you know with anthropogenic climate change driven by human caused emissions to the atmosphere it stands to reason that we face compromised air quality this affects human health especially children you know air pollution can lead to asthma heart and lung disease beijing's insidious smog is a visible reminder of this but Bad air quality is also making headlines in the UK and has been labeled a public health emergency by MPs. And if we look at number five, it's because of future generations. You know, we are fortunate to live in a beautiful, diverse, nurturing, awe-inspiring planet. Now, children and all future generations deserve the same. If you're feeling worried by now, you're not alone. Millions of people are working together for our planet. Events like Earth Hour are brilliant reminders that together humanity is capable of great things and we can make change happen for the right reasons. Already so much has changed since we first heard about the possible effect of climate change beginning with the Rio Earth Summit, then the Kyoto Protocol and the Paris Agreement action on a global scale is speeding up. Now it is more important than ever that we use our action, our words and our voices to tell political and business leaders that action on climate is absolutely essential. So what can we do to, you know, help, you know, with climate change? How can we contribute to this, this event, this, you know, unprecedented thing that's happening? Well, we can, the first thing we could do is save energy. And, in, you know, it might sound like the most original sounding tip around, but it's as relevant as ever. You know, saving energy not only saves you money, it also helps to cut emissions too. And yeah, saving energy, I think, is just the most important thing on the list i think if you just if you don't do anything at all just try to save energy you know like you know when you when you don't use the fan or the ac in your room you know turn it off and you know this really helps in you know saving the environment and climate change and the second reason or the second way you can help is by optimizing your diet you know in the eu meat and dairy production is estimated to be responsible for 12 to 17 percent of total greenhouse gas emissions while throughout the world the global livestock industry produces more greenhouse gas emissions than all cars planes trains and ships combined that doesn't mean that everyone has to become vegan or vegetarian even a small shift in diets with a reduction in meat and dairy products and more plant-based foods instead could reduce the pressure and that agriculture places on the environment. You know, when buying fruits and vegetables, try to buy organic wherever the options and the price will allow. Organic foods are usually not only healthier because they contain fewer harmful substances, but growing them also protects the environment and the climate. You could also, you know, go one step further and help support local organic farmers by signing up to receive a veggie box directly from people who grow the food nearby. That's also helping cut down on the emissions caused by transporting produce throughout the world. And at number three, avoid plastic wherever you can. You know, plastic is the all-round material par excellence and is therefore present in, present in pretty much every aspect of our life. But the durability of the material, which also makes it's so popular is of course also its most drastic disadvantage if you're struggling to get rid of it plastic has found its way pretty much everywhere on streets in rivers on the beach in cosmetics in wastewater in our clothing even in the air we breathe and there's also a close connection between climate change and our massive global plastic problem almost every plastic is produced 
from fossil fuels and in every single phase of its life cycle, plastic emits greenhouse gases, but there are already a lot of alternatives available, like, you know, bags and boxes, and also, you know, these um, multi-use bags you could find in supermarkets. Those are really good as well. And at number four, you know, you could just shrink your digital footprint. You know, every search query we type, every email we send or receive, and every song we stream causes CO2 emission. Why, you may ask? Because energy is needed for all the data we are producing, and a lot of it. By 2018, the use of digital technologies had overtaken even the aviation industry in terms of CO2 emissions. It's time to tackle the root of the problem. Let's start with the number of one power guzzler in the digital world, streaming video services. In order to flicker across our screens on demand streaming video services, they need a lot of bits and bytes. One single provider, Netflix, currently consumes 15% of the world's internet bandwidth. So if you're a fan of a certain playlist or show, maybe try downloading them rather than, you know, streaming them anew each time you go back to them. You can also help by doing something as simple as switching to a green search engine, such as Ecosia that plants trees, avoiding, you know, avoiding purchasing electronic devices that you don't need, and even just cleaning up your email inbox. You know, I know it's crazy that, you know, your digital footprint can have an effect on, you know, climate change. And at number nine, and the last way you could, you know, um, help uh, with climate change is to get on your bike. You know, still the number one form of sustainable transportation is the bicycle. You know, in the age of electric scooters, electric mopeds, and whatever else may come, when it comes to protecting the climate, the humble pedal-powered bicycle is still way ahead. You know, in most cities, on a bike, you can travel faster than by car, bus, or train, and to make the whole thing even more fun, whether you're looking for a nice new bicycle route to work, you know, want to do some sports or discover nature, you know, you, you, can, you can do it on a bike. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much how, you know, you could help, you know, contribute, do your part in climate change. So, yeah, so that's all for today. And I hope you found this episode interesting. And yeah, if you did, stay tuned for my podcast episode next week. You know, follow, subscribe. And if you're on Apple po- po- Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate if you could, you know, maybe rate or review this podcast. And I'll catch you next week. So see ya. Bye.